It's time for the Big Ugly Tailgate, bringing the party to the radio with Casey Studdard, Johnny Rogers, and Ben Buckman. Say pods. You never know who's got to show up to the tailgate. Talking sports, food, music, and all things ATX on the station that says what Austin sports fans are thinking. The Horn. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Good morning. Austin. We got a very special guest in the studio. You might, have, you might have heard it in the intro there. A little throwback. Johnny Rogers. Hey, a little throwback to the big ugly tailgate. <laughs> the Horn's greatest Saturday morning show from 8 to 10 in the history of the Horn. I mean, I loved it. Y'all, yeah. y- y'all, oh, I think, and we, I think we got Casey Sutter. Wait, we, we're bringing the band back together? We, we got old Case Stud? Case? Yo. What up, bud? Are we live? We are live. Oh, okay. Already? What's up, buddy? Oh, shoot. Just uh, enjoy this foggy morning. Yeah, it's a little, a little, it was a little scary. It was a scary drive to work this morning. Yeah, it's a little scary yeah, when you. Tough, Kyle. You live like eight minutes away. Uh, no, I, I live 24 minutes away, actually. Which track? You're, you're not in the dub anymore? You're not in the W anymore? No. The you, West? You, th- you think I can afford to live in Westlake? On my radio salary? I mean, well, if you were looking, right now would be a great time to be looking because interest rates being high, there's a ton on the market. I can promise you that, Ty. Interest rates are great right now. 9% solid, man. Just, yeah, they're not, you know, they're, they're not, you on both ends. They're not that high, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty eight, tough. You know, solid. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to see some rates come down here pretty soon. And I would tell you that if you are looking to buy, now would be a great time to do so because – What's happening is all these people that in the last, you know, five, eight years that got in at that 4% rate, mm-hmm. they're not going to be putting their house on the market anytime soon because they can't afford to sell it at that rate. Because it would be a loss. Absolutely. I guess so. Well, they, they, what are they going to buy? If they buy, they're getting out of a 4% rate and getting into a 7 8% rate. I see. Right? I see. So when these interest rates drop, you got a lot of people that can't sell. So you're going to have high demand, little inventory. What happens to the prices when that happens, Ty? They go up. But you know who to hit up if you're trying to buy one. Your boy. Johnny Rogers. Um, hey, Casey, what do you, National Signing Day yesterday, what do you, what's your, your, your instant reaction on the Texas recruiting class? Um, I didn't really see who we got. I know we, I, did, I, get to, I did get to watch the, national, or the state championship game with that, uh, that, that DN commit Colin, from Duncanville. Colin Simmons. Yeah, he's a pretty. He's a. He's pretty. I mean, he's. We'll we'll refine him. I mean, he's a good ball player. I don't. I don't give him that. I thought he was a little lazy. Okay. Like if I'm in a state championship game, I'm going full animal. Yeah. I do every game, but you know what I mean. Like if you're on national TV in high school, what I would have went. I would. My face would been. I would. They'd been like, stuttered tackle again, stuttered sack, stuttered tackle again every play. I mean that DeSoto team is pretty but, good too. All right, now who they play? It was North Shore and North Duncanville. Yeah, yeah. Dun- yeah, North Shore. Yeah, no, they crush. They crush. At, it should have been DeSoto Duncanville. That's so stupid. Should have been Westlake. Well, DeSoto no, beat Westlake Duncanville. Yeah, let's let's start there, Johnny. Uh, you 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 uh, you were part of the broadcast team with Joe Taylor this year for Westlake football. Right? Yeah, it was so it was a little bit of a new experience. Uh, once we kind of 
you know, things ended with the big ugly tailgate, you know, I, I, I was sitting there like, hey, I really enjoyed doing that. So what's kind of my next opportunity? And so I had reached out to Joe Taylor, who does Shap TV, uh, number nine productions. Great guy. Great guy. And um, he was like, yeah, dude, we'd love to have you a part of our broadcast team. Why don't you come this year, learn, right? So see how I do it in the box. You know, it's, it's, it's Joe Taylor. Jim Knox on the sideline, okay? Jim Knox is a – I mean, he's – if you're from Texas and you – pay attention to baseball or watch Fox Sports Southwest, you know exactly who Jim Knox is. I, I, I don't. Jim Knox is if the guy If I saw, saw him or heard his voice, I'd probably know it. Yes. I mean, he's the that. guy in the stands at Rangers games interviewing people oh. all the time. He is a – I mean, he's a Texas legend, right? So, well, he has a kid who's playing Westlake football right now. Uh, he's a sophomore quarterback, going to be on varsity next year. So, the thought might be that, you know – you know, Noxie might not want to do that. What he's doing, sideline reporting, while his kids play. So you're right? going to take over. So uh, there's a good opportunity that I might be on the sidelines next year. I might do some booth work, uh, but I really enjoyed it. You know, it kind of draw me back into Westlake football. Uh, I mean, I always pay attention. Um, you know, me, me and you, Ty, we always talk about Westlake football. Casey, Casey obviously could care less. Johnny, you, you guys still go to the freaking not the pepper alleys, but you still go to. The- uh, let's see the guys off and wave at them when they're walking away on the bus. And play <laughs> hey, I, he's a part of the team, Casey. He's a part of the team. Don't tell me you two ain't involved in that. I've seen pictures of y'all post it. Go chop. <laughs> you guys post a video of, of them driving away from their high school. I'm like, God dang, you're almost you're 40 and 28. Like, what is going on? Hey, right? I mean, we love our alma mater. Yeah. Well, and, and now yeah. I, I and actually. I'll give you that. Because the messed up thing is, is, you know, I sit here and I'm like, where did I want to put my kids in school? I'm like, damn it, Westlake. <laughs> you texted me for Westlake tickets this year. Let's go. So I hope you went to that game. I, he did. Okay. Good. Yeah. I did. He brought the family, so we, we got to see Casey there. I brought the family, went on the sideline. Johnny got me on the sideline, you know. You got the nice. Nice. Yeah. But, no, but what I was saying was this. With these guys, is I, said, I, I saw a little bit of the DeSoto-Duncanville game. I hate how – the state's so big, so I get there's a class A and B or one and one and two or whatever for six A. I get that, but I think those two should play. They already did play, so I think DeSoto should be the state champion of the state. But um, and they and they destroyed both of their teams. Yeah, in the state championship, you know what I mean? They dominated their ass. It wasn't a the running. Thing clock. I didn't like about that game. Could have been. It was a running like six A state championship game. They had a running clock in the second. Well, half. I mean. I being, oh, a, yeah. being a part of the West, like I got to kind of watch them on their run, and you know I've got a buddy, a uh, good friend of mine whose kid is a sophomore gets called up to varsity, right? Mm-hmm. And, and which is what happens if you're on the JV. The varsity needs some practicing dummies, you know, so they they haul up the JV. Oh, and I told my buddy, I said, hey, listen, you understand that under no circumstance that your son is going to get a chance to play in a, a playoff game this year, right? He was like, oh yeah, no problem, not going to happen. Well, guess what? Against uh, Laredo United in the third round of the playoffs, Westlake was up 35-0 at, ha- at, at the end of the first quarter. And yeah. they let those backups come in and play for two quarters. They yeah. get tired. So then they start throwing in all the sophomores. And my buddy's kid got to play in a state playoff game in the third round, and he'd never played varsity down in his life. Yeah. It's awesome. Letter in the play- yeah, my year, you know, Dan Neal, his son uh, was a freshman when I was a senior. Okay. And he was, I mean, he could have played college football, but he, he, he liked playing guitar a little too much. So I think he ended up quitting. But uh, great kid, and he, he lettered 
and like he was he looked like the most un- he had like the freshman you know like shut helmet on like all the like a weird jersey number and yeah. he got in like in a fourth round playoff game for Westlake as a freshman letter wow. as a freshman so that's that's, awesome. that's, a, that's a cool opportunity there, for those those kind of are kids. very few like there's oh. the the few that get called up as sophomores to play on varsity I mean there's like three I would have been a four year starter at Westlake of course you would Casey. I mean, there's what been like one of those ever at Westlake. Maybe Clay Howell back in the 1980s. Well, Jane Greathouse. Yeah, Greathouse would be a good example. I would have, I would have started both ways. That's a crazy thing <laughs> to think about it. No, for real though. I mean, I would have. I mean, I, I was all American on defense my junior year, all American on offense my senior year. Well, you got some stuttered boys coming up. Maybe they could. Yeah. Maybe you you could leave a legacy, leave your mark on Westlake. I'll sell your house over in Westlake, no, I Casey. No, I know you would. <laughs> hey, sp- hey, Casey. Speaking of, how's uh, how's everything going with Whitfield's Barbecue? You guys ever get uh, the brick and mortar location uh, possibly up anytime no, soon? No, man. I just been crushing on catering, man. Yeah. I-, I work seven, eight days a month now. I make about the same amount of money, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm hanging out with my family. Love it. I'm good. You know what I mean? It's and it's less stress. You know, when I when I had it all open, man, I'm sitting there Thursday through Sunday, 24 hours a day, except to come home, shower you know, take a crap, you know, or do whatever, you know what I mean? And, you know, reload on food and everything like that. You know, that was the only time I, you know, Thursday through Sunday for those, you know, four or five years. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this is just like the weekend. You know, I, had no, I didn't go, I didn't hang out with the boys, couldn't go hunting, couldn't go fishing, none of that. So, you know, just getting everything changed, to, you know, straight catering. And I got hooked up with uh, a gentleman named Lance over at uh, Bohemian Barbecue and, I teamed up with him with a bunch of stuff, and and uh, and uh, things are just you know going well, so it's awesome. Love it. That's great. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's nice, you know. We just anybody needs uh, catering, holler at us. We'll come yeah, I was going to say you're a little, out, you're so. little busy for the Christmas season, or there's still some time to get. Yeah, we just to got it. done. We just got done doing all the trail lights for like 12 days straight. Hell yeah! They got Damn. a bunch of private tents back there where you know. Tito's and Dell and uh, Perry Homes. It's Austin. It's corporate property. We're corporate. You know, I, you know, Perry Homes is over there. Perry Homes took care of us. You know, a bunch of different people. You know, but no Den Property Group. You know, I went to <laughs> I went to Trail Lights. They didn't, they didn't have a party on the Trail Lights. I went there last week with my girlfriend. Uh, usually, it was you know, it's it was a birthday week tradition since I've been a little. Wait, kid. Casey, did you hear that word that he just dropped? You got a new girlfriend? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was paying attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm locked up again. You're locked in? Yeah. Like, are you Facebook official? Oh, well, we, it was a hard launch on Instagram. Ooh. You saw that picture. Yeah, I did. It was a hard <laughs> launch on Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, but re- regardless, uh, we went to, we went to Trail Light. She okay. came with me. She's from New Orleans, so Ooh, New um, Orleans. she went last year, but um, she went with work or something, so she never had the intimate Trail Lights experience and. It was a little disappointing. I feel like they've taken away. Is I mean, there an intimate trail life like, experience? You, okay, I'm not talking intimate in, in that what you guys sense like? of the word. Just you know, get on walking, the Ferris wheel a little bit. Yeah, like holding it. They, okay, so I will say held they, hands the whole way. Oh, oh she held on my way. arm. I'm he, a gentleman. I was he got her. Coat. He got her a hot cocoa when they got there. Put a little I couple did, extra marshmallows. Okay, I did there. bring some peppermint schnapps in, obviously, and some Jameson coffee shooters. Nice. Underproof. I. Uh, I'm not. It was. I, I. I don't know. I poured a lot in my hot coffee and or my hot chocolate, Mexican hot chocolate, a little cayenne pepper. Ooh. But what I was going to say is the, like the food options, not as many. They didn't have the bonfire that they usually have, which is one of my you know people hanging out getting drinks right. around the bonfire. It's kind of like the adulty place of it. They did have Donner's Depot, 
which I appreciated. You know, okay. play on uh, Dawn's Depot. I see what they did there. That's uh, cool. So that was cool. But, yeah, no, we walked out, and she was like, oh, I'm glad we came, but that was kind of disappointing. And I was like, yeah. She said that. Well, it's not really a party. Yeah. It's for kids, you know what I mean? But, but they, what, I, what the cool thing that what they had for us was it was literally a company rent a tent out, has food, drinks, everyone's they're there and they got a free rock of the of the place and they it's the tailgate guys it's ut tailgating is what it is yeah speaking of does ut even have tailgating anymore oh tailgate guys you can no you can you can sponsor corporately it's not the same nice like when i was a little kid and casey was playing for the horns and yeah we it was all around the well i forget what entrance the san jacinto entrance right there and you know kids are playing football there's like a million tents set up you've got bevo boulevard now Austin City Limits. Yeah, thanks. Like, I mean, it, it just sucks because there's no, it, there's no like, there's no real tailgating anymore. Well, what's going to happen next you year, know, guys? Everybody that, everybody that tries to do it, they're all you know across the street, and it's just not the same feel. And what's going to happen you next know, year when all the SEC guys are coming to town making fun of us because of our tailgate situation? Ooh, neat, Bolivar Boulevard. That's neat. Well, they all want to come here. Do you not hear Georgia fans already on their message boards? Like, oh, I bet. oh, they. They, they Texas tried to schedule us the weekend of F one and all this other stuff, so so we couldn't get tickets. Like it's like, come on, like you really think it's, we're going that Here, deep? Hey Georgia fans, we actually have things to do in Austin other than our college football. Yeah, team. exactly. There is a ton, and, and welcome. We we can't wait to host you guys. But I mean, it's the same in the Big Twelve. We're like, do, I mean, do, the Big Twelve road trips for Craig Way. You know, he's right. been doing them for years, and he, uh, you go to Manhattan, Kansas. What, what's the coolest? What, what was the best place to play a road game? Like, just you, you all didn't go out or anything, Casey, but just like where? Not Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not, not in that damn state. Not Manhattan, Kansas. I can promise you that. I don't think. I mean, no. now maybe Hell no. like Orlando now and uh, wow. UCF. Well, would be the best. All, you got to think about this. Like, the Big 12 is really not a lot of big cities. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean you, you got SEC. You Not anymore. Dallas. You got TCU at Dallas, but if you look Fort at Worth. everywhere else, who, you know, whatever, same thing. What? So, I mean, uh, the, the second best city now. The thing about it, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's just a college. Yep. Uh, Missouri's just who wants uh, Missouri? Yeah, just you know they suck. Um, but you you look at Baylor. I mean, what are you going to do at Baylor? Nothing. Um, Pray. Texas Tech. Not dance. A&M. Or A&M's not there anymore. But you know what I mean? So it's just like um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Who else is in the Big 12 now? Well, I don't – I mean, this is when I was playing. Iowa State. What are you going to do in Ames? Yeah. I mean, Ames is, Ames is a really pretty stadium because you kind of just pop in there and there's kind of hills around Jack, you. Jack Trice Stadium in Ames, Iowa. My brother yeah. Jay coached there for a couple of years. I'm mean, Gene Chiswick. Really? Yeah, I got a chance to go yeah. up there. How about, how about we talk about that now that you've, you brought up your brother? Yeah. He was recently let go. Indeed. We are no longer a Charger. Breath through for those guys anymore. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Herbert. After, 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 after freaking the Raiders came in there, I was like, oh, so I have I have a text I should show you. I mean, because it's with our whole fantasy team. There was a bunch of ex- Texans or whatever. Yeah. And I'm at a catering, and I get uh, starting to get this, like, ding, 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 ding. He should be fired at halftime. He shouldn't even come out the damn building. I mean, that's what everybody was saying in this text chain. I don't even. And then, and then it got to the point of uh, all the guys were like, "I bet." You, and we all started gambling you know, when he was going to get fired. I said, "He'll." They, I was like, "Everyone thought he would get fired once he got off the tarmac, like as soon as they got off the plane." And I took the odds, and I told him they'll be fired the next morning before noon. What are your thoughts on the situation, happened. Johnny? 
Well, when they five hundred and fifty-five. Not, not we were talking earlier. It's not sure. very often that a, a, a yeah head coaches get fired midseason, but NFL know, staff, is different. The, the NFL is different than college, and I'll I'll pay I'll pay the I'll pay the damn money. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I, what I was going to say um, is like the head coach gets fired, but usually you know position coaches stay on the staff mm-hmm. just to have some you know stable stability. Yeah. You know for the rest of the season that was. Not See, the this case. is them. This is them. Um, this is them. More. What do you call it? Um, well, what I, this what, is them saying this is the fault. They're pointing a finger like, "Oh, it wasn't. Another, it was just these people." When it's really like, "Come on." Yeah, I, I mean, here's here's the reality. Here's the reality of the situation. This is the job you sign up for when you get into coaching, right? You can get fired yeah. at any time. You get hired. You know, hired away. But like, in regards to you know. This is what this is what the NFL. This is what coaching in general is all about. I had to sit there and talk to my niece, who's a sophomore in high school, whose life just you know she feels like her life just ended because she now has to move. She has to find new friends. You know, she's a couple years away. Well, think from college. About, but think about think about the upside about this. And this is what you got to tell you. Like you're not going to be in California, stupid people. Well, and and I you mean, know she's when you're in high school, obviously. Yeah, get you, her back to Texas. Get her back this way so she's not groomed in some. All these dumb people, you know what I'm talking about. She's she's doing she's she's doing all right. She's she's got good parents and and she's she's a great girl. But it just sucks when you're when you've kind of developed your group of oh, friends I, and you're about to go through high oh, school yeah. with them. And now were you so when you were growing up and your yeah. dad was a coach? How did you same thing? So that was the conversation I had to have with her was that hey, listen, I went through this. Your dad went through this. Your uncle went through this. You know, and like, how many coaching like job changes did he have as when you're oh, when you were still like when, in the house when i up. remember i remember indiana he co- he was the head coach of the university of evansville in in southern indiana so i remember being in evansville don't remember being born in minnesota <laughs> we were there for like three months okay uh remember evansville then he got on with john makovic at the university of illinois so we were there for a couple years and then we eventually came down to austin with makovic in 1992 so i remember going through that so at least when i speak to my niece about hey this is part of the job sucks you're gonna lose your friends but guess what back in my day we didn't have social media i couldn't stay in touch with my friends that i had made in illinois when i moved down to texas because there was none and what were you in middle school at that point yeah yeah yeah. i was in seventh grade seventh grade that sucks so so i get it but as i told her i was like you would have never met these friends in in california had you not had your dad not been a coach right so you got to take the good with the bad and it happens to every coach. And that's what I don't think a lot of people realize is when you see these staffs getting fired, either at college or the NFL, yeah, it sucks for the coach, but it's really hard on the family, right? You got to pick up and, and you don't know where you don't know where you're going to go. Horrible. Like Jay could get on with the Texans next year. He could get on with Detroit. He could be in New right. England. They but, just have. And no you idea. said his contract's guaranteed for next year, too. So yeah. if he wanted to, he could just hang Correct. out. But it's it's really hard if you're a, if you're an NFL coach. It's, it's hard. If you, if you get this chance, yeah. you double dip. Okay. Oh no, if no you get question. This chance to double dip, you double dip. God dang it. Right. But but as it's really hard that if you get out of it, if you, if you get out of coaching, it's harder to get, get back. back in. Right. So you don't ever want to take that year off. I was like, hey, you know, maybe PK needs a defensive analyst at the University of Texas. You come down here, learn a little bit from them. You know, be in Austin with the kids. I'd love that because I get to see my nieces and nephew a whole lot more. He, he didn't like that idea. No. No, he's he's it, it, once you get to the NFL, like different. it's different. different. And, and here's the difference, because in the NFL, when you're done coaching, like for the day, you go home, 
You get to go home and see your family and see your kids, and you get a couple hours of normalcy. When you're in college, when you're done coaching, guess what you're doing? You're calling recruits Recruiting. seven, day, seven days on, a week, three. You're on the road. Yeah. Oh, by the way, now? These kids now. By the way, now, you're not only recruiting kids to come to your school, you've got to keep your kids happy, and you've got to go out and you've got to recruit kids in the portal. Now, at the University of Texas, it's, you're not recruiting as many people in the portal. I did see they got two really good additions in the portal this year, Sark and them did. They got uh, Matthew Golding, mm-hmm. but wide receiver from Houston. But that's, the best, but that's the best thing about the portal is that you can grab a couple guys a year and, and fill in some holes. Yeah. By the way, you know how many, uh, you know how many high school recruits the University of Colorado and Dion got this year? How many? I'm, three or four. No. Yeah, they they took sixteen transfer kids. Well, did you see that that the number one tackle in the nation who went on Colin Cowherd's show, committed whatever, and it was like, if you ain't with us, you ain't about it. Like, was yeah. just talking all that smack. Neat. Didn't sign. Didn't sign. Didn't sign yesterday. Yeah, there's some trouble going on in Boulder right now. No way. Yeah, no. He he got on. He gave an interview that was like, I mean, it, it was a very you know he he was a well spoken guy. Like he talked a lot of smack. He had his shades on, his Dion shades, all his Colorado gear. I think he still remains committed to Colorado, but there's another, there's a whole, there's, I mean, if you're Colorado, you cannot compete in Iowa wise with the Texas's, the Alabama, like these big time yeah. programs. And they're offering a better situ- like product on the field and better yeah. coachings. I, I, I don't know. It, I, we'll see if he goes there, but he definitely, he did not sign yesterday. Yeah. And he was like a hard well, it's because, commit. If he's the number one tackle, that's because he has real, probably Alabama, probably Texas, probably other guys being Georgia. like, do you really want to go there? Georgia, you really want to go there? I mean, yeah, he could go there and start. He could start as a freshman, but he could probably start as a freshman and as a freshman, and then and then just fizzle out and be a okay guard. You want to come here and win some some hardware? Yeah. What what happens? What happens next year when if Dion jumps ship and you're? I mean, you can obviously enter the portal, but you've wasted a whole year of your tape playing with a you know in a inferior conference in the Big Twelve than you know the the, SEC. The the by the way the. The NCAA, the SEC, the Big 12, it's all going to change in the next couple of years. I liked, did you all hear Chip Kelly's mm-hmm. idea? Yeah. I, I liked what Chip Kelly had to say. I think there should be 64 teams at D1 and then the other 64 at D2. Let's relegate it. And you can still play, you know, one non-con game. Against let's, like let's, a, let's get into a, relegation. You're like Champions League, like you have to, you have to earn yeah. your right to get up no, to the 64. No, he didn't necessarily. Five years no, no, I know he didn't say that. I'm saying that. Like, that's one of the things I love about – starting to learn a little bit about soccer is relegation oh yeah so like if 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 let's say there's two divisions the top 64 and the bottom 64 okay every year three teams get knocked down and three teams get pumped up doesn't have to be anything crazy yeah three teams i like that and then and then just let them play like nothing nothing too crazy but like relegation could be really interesting in college football there's a yeah, lot of money but, in that. but there's really a thing about that though, though but just honestly think about it like the bottom 64 teams are not going to be able to compete. Yeah. And, I, and I've said it back in our big, ugly tailgate days. I don't know in 20 years from now if TCU is playing college football. Why? Because at some point, we, we have 80,000 living alumni at TCU. If it stays at its current rate, okay, TCU cannot compete with Texas, with Ohio State, with Alabama, with Georgia. They have millions of people, millions of living alumni at those schools. Right. So if you leave it, donate a couple dollars. Yeah. But if you leave all of the NIL onto the backs of the alumni, as it is right now, I don't think TCU has a team in 20 years. I really don't. And that's that's horrible. But 
I think they will change it. Okay, they're the greatest deal of all time was what the NCAA just did with NIL. It's not on the colleges; it's on the alumni, right? And the the schools are still getting their money. Yeah, but if the if all these schools left the NCAA, yeah, and all that money that the NCAA was making, you put at least a portion of that into a fund where you could pay out. Absolutely. That's what it would happen. That's right? what I would rather see where it's, it's blanketed. Across, everybody's playing by the same rules right now. Yeah, we're and not. You, could, you could still get, I, I would like to see people still be able to get NIL deals. No doubt. But if everybody had a base like, Oh, you're getting $60,000 a year yeah. just for playing just in, for playing in these 65 teams this year. Yeah. And it's year by year. No doubt. It makes sense. But I, 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 I don't it, think we'll ever get there. Well, the, I think the biggest issue. Show in, me the money. In the, in, in the NCAA's eyes, which, I mean, if they left. I, actually, sorry, backtrack. In the universities, like the presidents and the deans or whatever, in their eyes, this, that would screw over the other sports. Yeah. And so you, there would have to be a fund yeah. from, those, from the football, new league, whatever you call it to support those other sports and yeah. have them still get and, like, money as well. Yeah, I, I think football should be separate from every other sport. Because it's the only one that makes a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, beyond the, them, it's March Madness for the. That's, that's it. it. That's it. March Madness. That's it. The NCAA does own that. Okay, neat. Let them keep it because it's already set up. March Madness is set up for success, but we need to fix the football stuff, and the kids need to start getting paid on the television rights. Okay, they need to start getting. You know, hey, you guys make a bowl game, you get a little bit extra. Like all those things, there's a lot, lot up for discussion. Hey, Casey, I think we're gonna take a break. You want to hang out for a sec, or you got you're busy? Yeah, I can hang out for another segment. All right, we'll be right back with more. Hook 'em up slash big ugly tailgate. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook 'em up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Welcome up to Hook 'em Up with E and Rod B. No E and Rod B today. They are taking the day off. Well deserved. Hard workers. Ty Henderson here. Johnny Rogers in the studio. And Casey Stuttered on the on the line. You still there, Case? Yes, sir. All right. Hey Case, what's Christmas gonna be like? You uh you get a big tree decorated. You got a bunch of presents under the tree. I know your wife's probably going all out. Yeah, that's already stacked. You know, that's uh, yeah. I got the tree. Got all that good stuff. Got all the family coming over for like a a lunch. You know, like a one o'clock lunch or whatever, and then they kick their asses out. You know? So I've I've been seeing a lot of a lot of discussion about this. Um, you know, online. What what is a realistic Christmas budget for? A family of with two kids. Like, what are you well, spending? Like, on how the much kids? Are you spending? What's the budget? Like, just you know, just thinking not not you necessarily, but just for an average. Do you, do you have like a, two kids? Do you have like a price per kid case that you you're, can talking spend? About, you're talking about on presents? Yeah. Are you a big presents a family? Do, you get like a toy. A lot of people do this thing where you get a toy, a book, and clothes or something like that. Ew. A book. It's very new age. Is that what yeah. your family's doing? I know y'all are really progressive. Uh, we, I don't know. Uh, shoot, my wife does all the shopping. I just know. I, it's a I surprise for you, yeah, too. On Casey's Casey sitting there looking all, all surprised, just like the kids. <laughs> he has no idea what they're up to. Hey, it's a baseball bed. I buy the ammo, the guns, <laughs> the lures, and sports stuff. The, the meat, lures. sports stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the lures, all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, 
and the wife gets everything else. I don't know what toys or anything like that. I just, you know, I saw this one the other day. Yeah, I got yelled at for two hours with my wife for buying my seven-month-old a new brand-new 30 six. I said, God dang, that's bad. <laughs> wow. No, but I'll come home. I mean, I'll come home with a couple shotguns and some rifles and stuff for the kids. But, it's, I mean, it's, they're all youth models for them to, you know, start learning on and stuff like that. But, I mean, a budget, I mean, it's expensive now. I mean, shoot, I'm paying $500 a week on groceries for my family, oh. for a family of five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Inflation's a, a, inflation's a bad I mean, mofo. I think we, okay, this is what we, do. we go to, we go to, we go to Costco once a month, and that's about six six hundred bucks, Jeez. and that gives us kind of like our snacks and our bulk items. But we go back to H E B B twice, two two three times a, a, a month. On top of that, just to get vegetables and fruits. Yeah, I don't even do vegetables and fruits at my house. It's out of the budget. Oh, come on now, get some asparagus well, going. I mean, Throw that in the air fryer, Ty. Uh, I know. I'm. I go to the. I'll go to the grocery store, but I cannot. If I buy more than the stuff for just one meal, it just goes to waste. I like forget it's in my fridge. Like, no, I understand, and I and I understand that Ty, because I was the same way when when I lived by myself, or you know, I mean, it, I didn't really start cooking like my parents started cooking until you know at the house until I mean, really, we got married. Me and Kim got married or um, moved in together or whatever. Because usually, you know, it's hard to cook for yourself as one person. No, definitely. It's a lot different when you're you're responsible for yeah. for four or five people. Oh, you mean like when you buy like that big thing of like baby spinach and you make like one smoothie? Oh yeah, and, and then, then like three weeks later, it that's the only thing that's been taken out of that big batch of spinach, and swelted and rotted. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right, hey, let's probably wet some this. Let's uh, let's let's get into you know we're less than two weeks away from from the Sugar Bowl, Texas yeah. and Washington. Uh, I'm sure everyone's itching to hear what how how pumped up you are for this game, Casey. What what are your initial thoughts on on how this game's going to play out? Um, I think we beat their ass personally. I, Vegas it, Vegas opinion. agrees no, with you we, right now. I don't know if an an ass whooping of of of, of a great proportion is uh, is going to happen, but definitely they're they're favorite like four or five point favorites right now. Honestly, think <laughs> y'all want my honest opinion? Sure. I got, I got, I got Alabama beating Michigan by at least seventeen points. Oh, really, I, Casey? I, got, I think, I think you're dead on with that. My opinion, because I, I think, I think the rumors are already getting out that Harbaugh is going to roll at the end of the season. So I think the kids are just. Gonna you don't think those? The, I mean, if you're in, you have an opportunity to play for a national championship. You're going to play your hardest, regardless sure. of who's yeah, coaching. I'm going to tell you this line. though: Big Ten is trash. Big Ten's trash. That's true. Look who they play. They don't play anybody non-conference either until next year. But you got to think about this: it's Ohio State and Michigan, and that's it. They play each other one time, and who are that? And then who they play for the Big Ten championship? Purdue, Iowa. Iowa, I yeah. My ass. Big Ten's trash. I'm just saying in general. No, I think I think a lot of Big Twelve teams beyond Oklahoma and Texas would have. Go ahead, sir. Well, I'm just saying. So, like Penn State. They always had them ranked high. There ain't nothing. They always had Wisconsin ranked high in the beginning of the year. They ain't crap. They're all a mediocre team every year, eight and four team or whatever it is, nine win team. You know what I mean? So it's like big I don't think the Big Ten's that good. So I don't think I don't think that that they've played enough competition. I think it'll be tight for a second, but I think I think Alabama wins by seventeen. I got Texas by probably about the same. All right, so let me ask you this. How much better is Alabama right now than when Texas beat them? In your eyes. Well, just a little bit better. I mean, just that's you know they just 
they just proved themselves. They started throw line started blocking better. That was that's really all they needed. No, Jalen Milrow. I mean, he looked lost against Texas, and yeah. he made a push. I'm sure he's going to get the good. He made a push to be a high. I mean, he was a Heisman candidate towards the end of the year. He looked yeah looked very similar to another guy that used to run around here about a couple of years ago. He looked he looked Who, similar. Vince? Yeah, he looks. He can't throw as good as Vince, but he when he's running, that's who it reminded me. Gliding. Yeah, Sliding gliding. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, no, I understand that. I mean, I think he's playing good ball. I think I think he's going to be better next year. Yeah, I just – I don't know. I don't know. Te- I think, te- I mean, what Texas does well right on defense. Be, if, if Texas and Alabama wins, what I think is going to happen is it's it's going to be a – you know, it's going to be a hammer. It's going to be a national championship. You know, it's going to be one of those games yeah. where it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, that would be awesome. You know? I'm already – I'm already, already – I'm booked for that. What, game what if uh, Quinn Ewers goes out with a shoulder injury and the All American freshman has to step in? A little Tua situation, kind of. Yeah, a little rinse and repeat from back in uh, what 2010. I trust Arch Manning a lot more right now than I trusted Garrett Gilbert back I, in the I, day. I, I'm with you. Just from a knowledge of the offense and comfortability, just being, I, I, I think that kid's very confident. In himself. Well, Arch has been here for they a year and a half now. Started Gilbert. They should have put in freaking uh, Sherrod Harris. Then just run the thing around. Sherrod was a senior. He, they should have put his ass in there over Gilbert. I think we would have beat Alabama. Well, if, if things play out like like you're saying, they'll have an opportunity to um, rectify that loss. And that, I think that would be – that's that's my – I mean, I don't want to play Alabama. I agree with you. I'd rather play Michigan. Yeah. But I think for just a purely badass game, like what I want to see, yeah, Texas versus Alabama rematch would be pretty awesome. No, amazing. but I mean, but the thing about this is Texas – You're right. Especially going into the SEC next year. Yeah, yeah, and what do you? And at that point, you can tell you can you have a recruiting advantage over everybody. Yeah, yeah. We just won a national yeah. championship, and we beat the quote unquote dynasty of the last at this point fifteen years. Didn't beat Georgia though. I mean, they beat Georgia every other time besides Georgia's only beat Georgia's only beaten Alabama one time. Yeah, yeah. Since Kirby Smart, Been and it there. was in yeah, it was in the national championship. But we saw Georgia was the number one team all year. And we're going to talk to Dylan Weber in the 10 o'clock hour. He, he writes for the Atlanta Constitution, Constitution Journal, uh, the newspaper out there, writes about the dogs. So I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about them not making the playoffs. Yeah, but they, been, had, they, had, been, they had no, they had no reason to be Alabama, in there. Alabama, Georgia, Texas. Yeah. So you don't think? Washington, Washington, Florida State should both be out. I don't know. Washington. Washington went undefeated. They went Pac, undefeated. Pac-12 in a very competitive last Pac-12 season. I don't know about that. Yeah, that that kind of fizzled. It's it top. fizzled. It fizzled. It wasn't at the beginning of the year. Yeah, like Wazoo was. Colorado was huge. In the yeah, year. exactly. You know, they they had a soft non-con schedule and. I'm saying the trash. Come on, Casey. Like it, it, well, like, Casey's keeping tie on his toes <laughs> this morning. He's over there just hot button. <laughs> Dump button. Let's go. Uh, uh. I thought, were we on, are we on live? I didn't think we were on air anymore. No, we're on the radio, uh, <laughs> live, local, and digital, 1019 FM, 1260 AM. I can't even app. hear it. I can't even hear it, so that makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, it's better. You know, in, hey, Case, it, we did play our, our intro, the big ugly yeah. tailgate intro, right at the very beginning of the uh, top of the hour. That was pretty cool. I like it. I like it. No, it's we're hey, back, I, and I think uh, our our pal Saypods might be calling in here in a second. Ooh, so we'll, we'll ooh, get we'll get him on. Go. We just need Jamie Frazier. In the yeah, house we now. need James Frazier. Just see what he's doing. <coughs> but yeah, what what do you right. what, how are you guys feeling? I mean, Texas Washington. Um, I think it's I think it's gonna be a competitive game at the beginning, but I think 
I don't think their bigs can match up with our big, and I think we start dominating them on that end of it. We just got to be able to – if they're going to come out swinging, you know, throwing bombs and stuff like that, but we can contain that. I think we'll, I think it will be a good day for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we got plenty of time to prep for him if he can, uh, you know – continue that into the second half like he's been like he's been doing this year and and I think we'll be fine it's just we got to be able to handle their receivers I think that's our biggest thing is be able to put pressure on that quarterback and not let them run and um I think we'll be okay yeah Michael Penix is he 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 doesn't necessarily scare me the receivers scare me um Ryan Watts Ryan Watts should be healthy Um, you know, given given a month off to recover from his injury, Xavier Worthy should be healthy. Um, but the, yeah, the safeties. You know, my guy Michael Taff Mookie. has really. I mean, he's he's had a big year, and um, but he's still not the be- best coverage guy. We know that he's. I mean, I'm sure he, he's watching film, trying to get an edge some way somehow. But I, I trust him more than I trust Jaron Thompson right now. Um, I think it's going to come down to can Terrence Brooks, Manny Muhammad, and Ryan Watts affect these receivers at the line of scrimmage and just be physical because these are some big guys they're i forget is the, the they're one the the guy that's gonna be a first round pick he's one of the best red zone targets because he just goes up and gets that thing talk about their wide receiver yeah yeah he's stud yeah so he was even in, he was even being talked about in the heisman yeah you know, mid-season. i mean that yeah i mean the washington games i watched this year he he took over and, and against good competition like oregon and you know they have some athletes on the outside yeah well i, I think texas has got to get to the quarterback I mean, they've got to have a good – I mean, they're not – we know that the front line, defense line is going to be stout. You know, we got to get pressure yeah, on the edge. And we got, we got to keep – got to keep Penix contained. Yeah, I mean, You let him outside the pocket, and that's not – I think the best want. way to affect – you know, he's not, he's not the biggest guy. It's just get some pressure in his face right up the middle. I mean, Tavondre Strutt, Byron Murphy, they've been doing it all year. Just, you know, I mean, they're getting the push in the run game, and you're getting the push in, in, the, in, in the pass rush. It's – and then you let Ethanberg, Baron Sorrell. I think Anthony Hill's going to have a big, big two games here. I'm, and I'm not just talking about because we're going to win this first game. This he's going to have his coming out party in New Orleans. I think he probably has two sacks. They're going to. They've been kind of Anthony Hill. Oh yeah. They've been. I feel like they've been kind of keeping him secret all year. Now I, I don't think junkyard doll. I don't think PK has used him to his full potential yet. Well, and and Texas will have. Uh, I believe they do have Coach Jeff Choate, who's still on staff through the bowl game. And then he takes off to go to Nevada. Mm-hmm. So you know, he's not going to be holding back. Choke took, Choke took the Nevada job. Yeah, he did. Well, and, good for him. He's a good guy. I oh, like he's Choke. the best. He's, a good dude. he's the best. And I, I got a chance at one of the Westlake games. Um, saw uh, PK was there. Terry Joseph was there. AJ Milway was there. Um, I got a chance to to talk to PK, and you know, he just said it was bittersweet. You know, like that's one of his really good friends. I think PK was one of the reasons why Choke came to Austin, to UT, he was a player's coach. Jeff Choate was like, I mean, he was their buddy, but he was also the guy who was in their face if they weren't doing anything right. Yeah, and this is this will yeah. be the first shakeup in the defensive staff since yes. they've gotten here. Correct. And and But it's a good thing. I mean, Jeff Choate oh, yeah. deserves Go, it. He's you get a your great guy. You get your opportunity. Like we were talking about with your brother earlier. you got yeah. you got to take it. No doubt. Hey, but there is a – I mean, linebacker – your your brother's coached linebackers before. Yeah. I know you said he probably wouldn't be interested, but Listen, you got Anthony Hill back there. I think anybody homecoming coach him. come home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's Anthony's a stud, man. I, I was super impressed with him this year. He's he lived up to the hype. Uh, you know, I think over the next two years, him, 
Colin on the outside. It's going to be fun at the University of Texas to watch football. Hey, um, let's take a break. I think Saypods is going to join us nice. if you want to stick around for the, the final segment, Casey. Get the band I got to get rolling, boys. I okay. appreciate it. All right. Hey, it was good talking to you. I know everybody on the text line is – is laughing their ass Yeah, they're, bl- they're right blowing now. up the text uh, line. Yeah. Everybody loves hearing Casey. Hey, you know what? The, the best part about having the Horn app is you, when I press the dump button and you don't hear stuff on the radio, you can hear it on the app. Ooh. So go. go ahead and download that if you want to hear more uh, Casey Stutter in the future. Hopefully we'll get you, <laughs> ba- you guys back in the studio and get the big, big ugly tailgate rolling again. But uh, thanks for coming on, Casey. Absolutely. And everybody out there, man, happy uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. If I don't get back on air before then, and uh, everyone have a blessed, uh, blessed Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. And uh, I will talk to y'all soon. All right. Peace out. Uh, we'll be right back with more Hook em Up with Ian Rod B. No Ian Rod B today. Ty Henderson and Johnny Rogers for one more second segment. Ben Buckman, Say Pods, will join us next. Oh, yeah. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook em Up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Ain't that the truth? Ty Henderson here, Johnny Rogers in the studio. Uptown. No Aaron Hogan, no Rod Babers. Things Woo-hoo! are going off the rails. We're having a party. Kids can play. It's our last show till next Thursday. We're having fun. And guess who we have on the line? Say Pots. Hey, Pots. Ben Buckman. It's the big guy. What up, bud? Man, man, this is nice. This is a good feeling. You get a little Casey, a little stud. The crew's back. Johnny. Yeah. Ben, how you feeling, bud? Last time I talked to you the other day, you were a little under the weather. I got a steroid shot. Nice. Sore throat's going away. You're back. The COVID's, the COVID's a real thing. The COVID's a real thing. He's back. He's back. COVID, the, the, the 300th variant. So I got a question for you guys. I didn't really listen, wasn't able to listen too much. What did y'all talk about on Texas versus uh, or, um, Washington? Washington. Well, we we were talking. It's going to be a tough game. Like I don't. I, I think this is a good matchup on both sides. You really think it's going to be tough? I do. I think it's going to be a great game. I, I think it'll be. I, I don't. I don't think this is a blowout by any means. I mean, Washington's played some really good football this year. I think seven to ten points. Casey, Casey said it would be an ass whooping. Yeah, that was thoughts. I mean, if Texas played the way we played the last two games, it would be an ass whooping. I totally agree. Yeah. No, I. I I'll tell you. I, I think Texas right now. Of, of all the team, I mean, Alabama as well, but, like, I mean, this this train is going. I mean, this the, Texas looks really good, looks really sharp, in my opinion. I haven't seen Texas look like this in a long time. Yeah. Then what did y'all say about uh, Alabama game? Butt whooping. Alabama rolls. I, I think Alabama wins. I don't know if it's a butt whooping. Oh, I do. I'm with Casey on this. I think, I think the Big Ten is trash. I mean, TCU beat them last year. That is true, but then, yeah, yeah. I mean, how and, bad? How bad hey, is that? Can we, we haven't talked about that yet. Uh, say pods. We're not. We're not going to get too much into that. This, the, this. the fact that I told y'all probably, you know, a few, you no, know, fast forward a few months from now, I told y'all last year at that time that TC would go five and seven this year, and Johnny tried to play it off. We had a phone call earlier this week where he said that he, uh, he said that you know a lot of players are leaving. He he agrees. With, he kind of agrees with me, but I I told him I was like, no, you didn't. You. That is false because and and I quote I, I I brought up the text message Ty, and the text message was that on, wasn't on a, was that to me? No, this was no. on a separate thread. This was the Austin Premier League thread, and and we were having a discussion back in September, 
And I said, this is a different team. I think the Horns have a legit shot at the playoffs. On the thread, I have it. I have three people that laughed at me that said no way. And it's like, and I said, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid for sure. But for good reason, Texas finally has the depth to compete at the highest level and no doubt the talent. Laugh all you want. I have nothing to gain by saying this, but don't be shocked if the Horns are 10 and 2 or better. Yeah, I mean, I said they would go undefeated. And I said TCU would go 5 and 7. So am I. I don't remember. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think I, this is selective I, recall. Do you I, agree with me, Ben? <laughs> this is a very no, selective recall you got that's here. That's not what happened at all. I told you this. And I, and I also, I, I have a friend who's a lot, he's a lot like you, but just, seen, you know. Good looking? A good look. Went to TCU yeah. from Austin, you know, very personable guy. Did he rent his friends like I did in college? Yeah, he did. He did. I met, I met a lot of his Pudge brothers, you know. I, I think nice. that's, that was the case. That, that was what my brother said. They were like, oh. You rent your friends. But he, he was he was like you where he pulled actually I commented on his post last year after the national championship. You know, he had he went to all those every game that whole year. He had a you know a long post and I said TCU five and seven, twenty twenty three record. And he sent it to me and said, Hey, I'll say it say it how it is when it when it happens. You were right. Yeah. It was. I mean TCU lost a ton. I mean, there were three guys that got drafted by the Chargers. I mean, how disappointed were you when oh yeah, how's Quentin Johnson doing? Yeah, not not good. Not good. What do you have like two hundred yards receiving this year? Maybe, maybe I don't. I didn't get it, and and it, and it wasn't like they weren't trying to throw him the ball. He was they dropping try- passes. Well, yes. I mean, he just he's a rookie, right? Like he's going to learn. He'll get better. Hopefully, I don't give. I don't I, care no, too hopefully much. Hopefully, he doesn't. He's with point. the Chargers to hell with him. Yeah, screw him. Not him specifically. I meant the team, the organization, the organization. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't even want to say that because hey, they they hired my brother. I'm very thankful for that. There's a cat, the, the check's still cash. Um, but but you know when you're when you're loyal when you're a loyal coach and and the guy you're loyal to gets gets fired, eh, you're probably not too far behind. Hey, say pods, what do you what have you been up to? You been playing some golf? Hey, uh, well you know not not too much in this weather right now. I got one more for you. Okay, where do you think Xavier Xavier Worthy is in the draft? I know he's projected first round right now. Yeah. Um, I would love to not see him go to pick. the Chiefs. No, not not top ten. I'd say probably top fifteen. Seventeen to thirty. I, I think I think he's a fifteen. Fifteen to twenty. Yeah, imagine him on the Chiefs though. They don't have any receivers right now. Arizona. That, that dude. Late, I mean, later. he's he's got a little Tyreek Hill to him yeah. with the ball in his hands. No doubt. He's a really good player. When he catches the ball. And he's been and he's catching healthy. the ball he for been, the most part. Yeah. Don't don't like, ask Alabama, you know, what I I think I texted y'all during the Alabama game. I was I had a few during that game no. and I was like he's dead to me like after he dropped that that, that first out route yeah. but you know I mean I know me and Saypods agree on that he probably what do he have like 20, 25 drops his first two years on campus mm-hmm. last he year did. last he year was the year he, he had a good year but what is he this is his sixth year he's been playing I like I no it's his third year third year I like AD Mitchell more though as an NFL receiver I, he is a stud I mean I, I I think he is our best receiver and, I agree. And like I agree. right now and in the NFL, I, I'm 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 featuring him number one. And but I know Sark loves X Man, and he's been here the whole time. He's familiar. Yeah. Him and Quinn are no, but the Chiefs absolutely yeah. need some help at wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, I mean, Rasheed Rice is their best receiver Dude, at SMU, and he, he's leading the league in drops. And all the only thing Kansas Kansas City is doing the same thing that New England did with Tom Brady. They have a superior quarterback who can make chicken salad out of other things 
And and that's what Tom Brady did. His, Tom Brady never had really a number one awesome receiver except for Randy Moss. Moss. Except for Randy Moss. Oh, but, he, but he also had Wes Welker, Damian, yeah, Damian those guys, Amendola. Those guys weren't number one. Julian Edelman. Yeah, but those he trusted them. I agree. He always had someone he trusted. And he had Gronk, the best tight end ever. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like there's no one like that besides Travis. I mean, he has Travis Kelsey, yeah. arguably. Pro- he maybe he could go down as the best tight end ever. But That's what I'm saying. They just need a couple. Wise. They need some quick. He, he doesn't have that fast twitch, uh, weight room guy, yeah. uh, you know, the ball, or ball, ball coach's son. You yeah. know, it's doesn't have that guy and they thought it was gonna be sky Moore. he's a he's a he's kind of fits out. that mold and no it's not Kadarius tony Kadarius tony is straight up losing them games at this point yeah he's gone <laughs> he's, he's he's gone after next year i mean uh, or after this year I, if 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 the chiefs do draft xavier worthy which i, I hope they do because he i know he would do well there he does need to learn how to catch the ball mm-hmm. fully he's Listen, there he's, when, he's when he's healthy he's, he's 80 he's a very dynamic player yeah yeah but I'm still when I see that ball in there, I'm like, catch, please catch it, please yeah. catch it, please catch it. Uh, what, ben, what do you think uh, final score, Washington, Texas? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking the two touchdowns, fourteen points, maybe twenty one. If Quinn comes out, if we come hot like we did last game, I, it could be game over. Our secondary, I, I have a good feeling about Texas. I do too. This is I. I think playing Washington is better than playing one of the other two teams. And then we, I don't know, Alabama is a way better team than we play them, too. So I, I say 34-28 horns is my prediction. I like that. I think it's that big of a game. No, they're going to score. Washington's yeah. defense isn't isn't all that. I, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think Texas ends up winning by about you know 10 points. When all said and done. All right. Guys, I, I just want you to have a good Christmas, guys. Everybody. Love you, Pods. Happy holiday. Yeah. Love you, you guys. You, it's you hey, go Shaps. Go well, Shaps. Thanks for having us on this morning, Ty. No, I appreciate it. Both of you. That was, it was a lot of fun. Love you, bud. Love you, too. Hey, Pods. All right. See you, say, Pods. Adios, mofos. Um, yeah. Johnny, thanks for coming on. Casey, uh, thanks to you if you're still listening. And uh, you are. You know, I, I loved your Loved all hitting that dump button 20 times during that. It was a good time. Once again, if you want to hear the un, undumped, unedited version of e- Hook Em Up with Ian Rodby every day, they don't cuss nearly as much. But today it was awesome. Download the Horn app. You hear everything. Live, local, and digital. AM 1260, 101.9 FM. Here we go. Hour number three. Justin Simmons, first segment. Let's get it.